Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Square Circle Podcast. And if you love listening to this podcast and want to consider making your own podcast, just download the Anchor app. Anchor allows you to make any type of podcast you want all in one place, all for your convenience. You might think that this has some strings attached. It does not. So let me explain what Anchor can do for you. It is currently free. Well, it's probably always going to be free. There's creation tools within Anchor that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How easy is that? And then Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard on Spotify Apple, and all major podcast programs. And you could also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It has everything you need in one place. Now all I need you guys to do is to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you guys. Oh crap, my brain just froze and I press record. What the fuck? All right, this is so bad. Uh, the winners and losers, two men have risen above. Don't kill me. I'm gonna like leave this in there, but anyway, um, this is the Square Circle Podcast. You are listening to Marie Shadows, your host. We are joined by Epic, Jill, and Russ. We are here to talk about. Everything in professional wrestling, it is our passion, uh, where we get to share it all together every single week. And also, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Trick or treat. Give me that candy, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I miss those. Uh, some people tend to ruin Halloween with their, like, political bullshit. I actually miss that. Anyway, uh, it was nice and fun back in the day. Okay, nice and fun. Anyway, um, a whole bunch of kids with Richard Nixon masks saying, "I'm not a crook." <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> just just hearing them in the background, just like, "I am not a crook." I'm like, easy there, easy. And this is a wonderful segue into talking about WWE Crown Jewel. Um, I personally did not uh, watch it this year. I did watch it last year and wrote an article about it. Uh, But this year, um, I was getting caught up with some other wrestling promotions. But I personally, well, before we talk about the ending, Alpha Russ, do you want to talk about the women's match? Uh, This is a big deal. It is. Uh, I would like to say this is, um, of course, a couple years ago they did. Uh, it was Sasha Banks versus I think uh, actually it was Natalia. I think in that one. Bailey. No, uh, Natalia. Um, in another Crap. country that they really never did uh, a women's match before, but they wore body suits now. The one thing that bothered me a bit, uh, and and I know they they mu- it was must have been like a last minute kind of kind of a deal, which uh, I mean it is what it is. I'm not gonna not gonna pick any uh, frames on it, but uh, just the fact that they put like and I'm not even making this up. You can look up the photos. Uh, literally, like a sm- the smallest logo of of the Heart Foundation logo. 
Bret Hart logo on, mm-hmm. on Natalia, and then like a generic Lacey Evans uh, logo that's like two times smaller than the shirt. Yeah, and just kind of like uh, I mean, but it is what it is. But um, for those of that who kind of been following uh, Raw's uh, women's division. Well, not anymore now because uh, Lacey's going to SmackDown. Um, this was a rivalry that has been happening for the last two months and a couple good matches here and there. A, a very horrible one on the premiere. Um, but th- out of all of them, I think that this match, uh, I watched about three-fourths of it. Uh, I didn't get to see the ending, but uh, on the twitter uh official wwe twitter it showed uh what happened after the match lacey evans breaking kayfabe which very rarely you see in wwe anymore yeah uh just breaks down into tears and and there's natalia and they're celebrating like this is the the this is a bigger moment than i think uh the media will take take as is because i mean you know everyone's against certain things that saudi arabia has done i'm not going to go into politics of that but um you know it's a big deal because that can open up doors for like companies like rig of honor and uh impact that who have a women's division uh to potentially go entertain smaller venues down the line uh, which which I, I think WWE's definitely helping that aspect out because I I, I doubt Impact or Ring of Honor would uh, leave out the women's division now, especially in that kind of thing. Are you saying that they're opening the doors because they're in Saudi Arabia that eventually other partnerships can happen with other wrestling companies? Right. No, I'm I'm saying oh. uh, the ability that they're gonna they're actually gonna be able to uh, uh, have other promotions come over um, and understand like okay these are the guidelines uh, that the government of the Prince of Saudi Arabia uh, approves of. Uh, you have to get special permission from the government, et cetera, et cetera, for women's matches, a stricter guideline on attire um, in terms of the women's division match. But it does open up the door for that. It oh, okay. It open up the door for All right, cause I knew... wrestling to happen in yeah. Arabia. Um, which, by the way, I never really thought of it like that because um, I, I think it's, despite whatever Saudi Arabia does is not really our place, but, like, because it's entertainment and you're getting lost in this awesome reality that um, that is wrestling, um, yeah, I didn't think of it like that, that um, there that there could be doors opening for other companies if they ever want to pursue that. And it doesn't only have to be with Saudi Arabia, too. It could be somewhere in Spain or in Italy, you know, somewhere else. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really think about it that way. Um, I did notice that uh, on Twitter, someone uh, captured a moment when uh, a fan threw a water bottle at Natalia, and Natalia's face was just like, really? I was like, oh, come on, man. Well, I mean, 
in in a in a country which currently right now in in the Middle East alone, there's over seventeen out of the the forty five countries that make up the uh, the Middle East uh, that are very strict uh, in in the uh, uh, what what I I can't remember the uh, name of the uh, laws, but uh, uh, most women have to wear uh, what is known as a hijab and yeah, 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 I know that, yeah. yeah. and uh, only their eyes can be seen, which I think that's uh, Sharia law. There you go. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah. but um, I, I find it that uh, if I could end it right here, go ahead. Saying, um, I, I definitely think uh, this has opened doors for. Uh, w- women's wrestling to uh, grow in- inside of a, a a community, in in this case, a country's community that is, even though they're very tightly like to the to the law of Sharia law, they're going to be able to make uh make waves, and we might see you know the next. Becky Lynch coming from Saudi Arabia or, you know, some someone like that. Yeah, yeah I, totally I totally get, get that. that. Um, the same should be picking, picking up my voice. voice. I, got I got my desktop, desktop speakers, speakers on. on. They, they should, should be picking, picking up my voice. Even though I got my headphones. Um, Alright. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I gotta, gotta hear you guys. guys. Anyway, anyway um, this, this is, is probably gonna, gonna be a... Bit of a spoiler for anyone that's listening to us when um, this goes up, and I know that um, <clears throat> both Epic and Geo have yet to uh, watch the full Crown Jewel, but the ending. Um, is it good with the ending? Yeah, we could, we could go to the ending real quick. All right, so at the ending, I don't know, well, I think... Uh, you know, you know, the, the Fiends finishes the Mandible Claw and whatnot. That, that picked up, uh, that, that allowed him to pick up the victory against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is no longer our um, Raw Universal Champion. Now the Fiend is. So my, my question is to everyone here that wants to input is, um, do you think it's a little too late? To repair the damage that happened at Helen's yeah um I, I feel like uh with with this event emanating on halloween and uh and not only that with uh their first dlc for uh wwe 2k20 coming out uh this past tuesday it, it kind of made sense in a way because it's it's the perfect storm to actually put the belt on the fiend the only question i have now and in, in the um in, in the reaction uh videos that i watched a little bit before we we got on air one of the one of the people uh lori blake from uh russell talk which is we'll we'll give him a shout out because we love those guys over the over in the pond um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh he, he said something that really resonated with me uh, in their predictions video, he said that that if the fiend goes uh, wins this match, does that mean 
there's going to be another trade. Uh, mm. So that way he can keep the title belt because the last thing they need is honestly a uh, a uh, a vacant belt. Yeah. yeah. So unless they're gonna create a whole new raw champion, but kind of like the like when uh, uh, the WWE champion was uh, drafted over to Monday Night Raw. When it was John Cena that was the champion, and then kind of like a three sixty kind of deal. Yeah. yeah, I could see that happen. I don't think Lesnar's going anywhere, especially with uh, what Fox is willing to put in for their pool for uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think two things are going to happen. So either Fiend goes back to Raw uh-huh. and defends Raw. Or they deem it invalid because he's a SmackDown superstar and the title goes back as vacant, which would be a stupid move. But, I mean, given the fact that, like, you know, there's a lore for, like, you know, I don't know what it is with the, what they want to do with the Fiend character as of right now, mm-hmm. which is unbelievably stupid. They, they had something great going and now they're just uh, beating it to the ground. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I don't, don't know, know how to feel about it. Even when I saw it on Twitter, I couldn't really react as if, like, you know, I would have been happy at Hell in a Cell if he would have got it then because it felt right. Even if, like, it may have been too early for the Fiend to get it. But now that you crowned, you know, the Fiend, the champion at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia, that sort of takes it away from from us in a way because because WWE WWE always had these house shows and and they they always did the Fiend versus Seth Rollins but like there was never a change there you know it would have been probably a little bit better to like have maybe a title change at a house show just so we could get the hype and then you know maybe in an alter universe the freaking Fiend was champion coming into Crown Jewel as that and retains it I think that would have probably been better i I just don't know know where we go from 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 here um and And i also also want to mention too that uh i get those wwe emails that tell me what's going to be happening on uh on smackdown so apparently bray wyatt is going to be a guest on um ms tv but the fiend is the wwe his alter ego but is Bray going to be carrying the championship? I don't, I don't know. know. That's, That's a, a very good question. question if um, Bray is going to be carrying the championship, the championship. Um, it's, it's going to be like, what happened? Like he's had, it's like he has two personalities. There's Bray Wyatt, the fire fun, happy person. There's the dark entity known as the Fiend. And since he is now the new universal champion, the question is, should there be a trade? It would make sense because you don't have a top champion on Raw. You just have the women's, the tag team, I believe the United, United States. States. So the outcome could be okay. Maybe Bray's going to announce that the theme is going to be dropped. <laughs> the raw and probably 
with that exchange, you could have Seth be drafted to SmackDown, which ideally puts him on this would put him on the same brand as mm-hmm. Roman. And yeah. then you just have to figure what would you do with because technically Seth lost to a SmackDown super that's like cross promoting overseas. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to play that out. Okay, because the screw up that happened at Hell in a Cell, they had to put the match can't be stopped no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, because that that was that was something that uh, I think a lot of people really had an issue with uh, the ending of Hell in a Cell. Yeah. They they should have owned up to it and said, "Hey, made a mistake. Oops." Yeah. yeah, and, and then, then um, to, to pick it, I'm like, huh? uh, I had wanted to. It was a referee stoppage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had wanted to piggyback off that for you, Russ, because um, two two, two things. things. One, that's, that's why, why this podcast, podcast got started because I got pissed off at Hell in a Cell. Two, you are one you are one you are one hundred percent right in that they should have owned up to it because now the fans all turn on Rollins and putting all the blame on him and you know in the background putting blame on Vince or whoever made the call. But now Seth is in this weird. I don't, I don't know. know. He's in the he's in the same uh, wheelhouse that Roman was in, and then obviously Roman announcing his leukemia came back. And yeah, and like everyone was like, oh, we can't we can't be mad at a guy that who who, who came back from cancer once and gave yeah. him it again. So it, it's I kind of I I kind of feel bad for Seth because you know he doesn't. Um, he doesn't have anything like, like an injury, uh, to to kind of like just say, hey, look, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, but I think what's gonna happen is because, and I did uh look at the gif. Someone posted like uh multiple angles of the, uh, of the sister Abigail to the concrete. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, from the looks of it, that um, the way uh, the fiend executed that ver- the uh, that variation of the sister Abigail, it made it look like it literally popped his head off his shoulders. Oh. I think they're gonna. I think that what's gonna happen is they're gonna say like Seth had has an injury, but we have to also announce that. He's been he's gonna be traded to SmackDown, and then you're gonna give him this uh, couple month break because I mean, obviously from uh, looking at it from uh, their standpoint, with the fact that um, Sasha had a three month break, yeah, Bray, uh, not Bray, uh, Finn Balor oh. had a two month break, and I-, I honestly think for this heat. Especially mm-hmm. this type of heat yeah. that he got, I think mm-hmm. he needs to be out of it till a little bit before I would say either the Royal Rumble, yeah, or I would say the night or like make a matchup happen for WrestleMania. 
Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree, agree with that. that. He, he needs time, time off TV, TV uh, especially time, time maybe some time away from the business because I'm not agreeing with uh, everything that he's been saying, um, yeah. which... You know, you know, it, it definitely, definitely sounds like a company man, and I totally get, get it sometimes when you work for a company and you enjoy what you do. Of course, you're going to be like, you know, this is the best company to work for, or oh, you should come work here. I totally get that. But we're in the day and age where everything is on the internet and everything gets criticized and talked about that, you know, it's kind of hard to say now what's the best company out there. And, you know, to even go after... AEW and uh, Kenny, Kenny about, about like Kenny, Kenny hasn't proved anything because he's in, he, he wasn't in WWE, WWE. And, and it's like why are you burying yourself? yourself? Like, like I don't, I don't know, man. I think that sometimes I think he forgets about the fact that he came from ROA. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's what I have a problem with. with. He does have Japan experience. A lot of people uh, are like he he didn't wrestle Japan. He didn't have no. He actually did. Yeah. yeah. He wrestled, as, I think, a total of four tours. He did uh, his last tour before he went to WWE was with uh, when Ring of Honor was with Noah. And yeah. That was the year before they announced the New Japan deal, which I kind of, I kind of find very ironic about that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I mean, there was even talks, I guess, Ring of Honor wanted him to be there to actually, uh, which, so this this was something that I read, uh, Meltzer would have to, uh, have to look this up, but uh, some sources were saying, uh, back in those days, before they announced that uh, Seth Rollins, aka Tyler Black, yeah. was in the indies, uh, was actually going to get scheduled to become... Uh, Noah's first Gaijin world champion. Oh, wow. Uh, obviously, years later, that went to Eddie Edwards. But, um, yeah, that that was a big deal. And, like, he was actually supposed to be the first person to be a two-time Ring of Honor world champion as well. Yeah, because, yeah, um... Damn, damn who, who what, uh, uh, was it? I don't, I don't know, know why I want to say Austin, Austin Aries was, was the first one to be a two-time... Two -time. Uh, the first one to be a two-time? Hold on, I'll have to look this up. But I think it was Jay Briscoe. It, it might, yeah, yeah it might have been, been one of the Briscoes. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which, by the way, they're cool. They're, they're cool, cool real life, man. They're, they're cool people. people. Yeah, um, they're the coolest people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they gave uh, they gave me a hug during the uh, big event when uh, they weren't really supposed to be there, and I mean, I, mean, I was, I was never, never told to tell that story. But you know, they gave me a hug for that one. Yeah, yeah, they gave me a hug. Yeah. Um, but, but I, uh, I kind of wanted to, to talk more about like Seth Rollins' comments and how you guys feel about it as a whole. Where like you know he says that the fans whine for everything, which is true. You gotta weed out the, the idiots, which I'm gonna call them idiots. Um, and if I get heat for that, that's totally fine. Um, and then you gotta weed out you know all the other ones and stuff. But did did Seth Rollins' comments bother any of you guys? Um, not really. I was surprised I know, because called, called, you know, the... all elite wrestling, not like a big deal, like you brush it off, not something that could be equal to WWE. Yeah, WWE's like top notch, but AEW is getting its 
has a good fan base. It's growing. The energy is good. And it's getting, like, known all over with different billboards. He probably could have said it very differently than how he said it. Maybe to him, he wasn't, like, bothered. Maybe he just wanted to see what kind of... I don't bother me it's just you know he's been in like this rut like last year everybody loves Seth Intercontinental Champion won the Royal Rumble this year defeated Brock Lesnar now it's just like you hear Seth Seth Rollins like we don't like you Seth I like Seth there's just you know if you're gonna dig and dig and dig how far do you dig that's just well, my thing. And lately, it seems like, and I'm I'm looking at uh, Becky Lynch's uh, his, in real life fiance, um, and a lot of the things that she's been saying um, are super, super annoying. annoying. It, it, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I just I, I know I know, but it, it it's like I I kind of realized. Uh-huh. That I think they're gonna do the first intergender like double turn because you look at how cocky uh, Becky Lynch is getting, and plus, no one doesn't realize this. She only had one good heel run in uh, NXT when uh, she debuted with uh, Dana Brooke. That's a trivia question for y'all, y'all, by the way. And Sasha Banks, I should say, also. But, um, just looking at her Twitter, um, like, she's she's upping herself like she is, like, the best thing since sliced bread, and, uh... Yeah, yeah she, she is doing that. She, she came, came, she came after, after JR. JR. She, she uh, praised JR, JR and then, uh, basically told him off. Him off. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, oh, God, God. Can, can you please stop? stop? Like, at, at this point, point, it doesn't, doesn't even seem, seem like entertaining where I could get behind her, and I could be like, yeah, you... You, you did prove it. You, you are, you know, the, the man. Um, even, even though it was you was wrong, but okay. But, but you, you know, after, after a while, it's just like you need something new. You need something fresh. This, this whole attitude of you being the baddest bitch there is is not going to last very long because someone else is going to come along and knock you off your throne. throne. It, it happens in real life. Like, you know, she really wanted to be real life. It's going to end up being that way. Unless WWE protects their assets. I think. Yeah, you sound very upset. This is definitely going to be a a, a double a double turn uh, heel turn because, um, like I think it's already happened with Becky, Mm -hmm. but like from a far away perspective, uh, because you you're starting to hear that uh the boo. Um, hear hearing them boo. Yeah, and and I think what's happening is. Especially for this uh, Raw Women's uh, title pitcher right now, you noticed in the draft Charlotte was drafted back to Raw. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're trying to redo this Flair babyface Lynch heel. Yeah. Type of deal because you know a lot of people are starting to say like, well, the man thing's kind of getting annoying. You know. Like she's only showing one emotion. That's ass kicker. Sometimes mm-hmm. an ass, 
the pardon my French, by the way, too. But uh, the the one thing I always remember uh, someone told me in uh, radio TV class about acting in general. If you have a, an actor that only works on one gear, then you need to start looking at other people to replace them in future movies, which wow. that that says a lot. It, so, it does. And in the fact that they want uh, Charlotte to be like this, um, to be like in the same Twilight uh, as her father, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I think another rain is going to happen before the end of the year. Yeah, probably, probably. Maybe. I think this is going to be her longest reign to date. The only reason why I'm saying that is because Ric Flair only had two uh, two title reigns that were very long. And ironically enough, it was his WWE uh, championship run and then his second to last run as the World Heavyweight Champion WCW. Yeah. yeah. Or not true. WCW, NWA. My oh. bad. I apologize. No, it was, but, but either, either way, way, it was, it was, it was one, one of those two. two. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was one, one of those two, two. NWA or WCW. Because every time you see the, the big belt on SmackDown, you're like, oh, that's Ric Flair's belt. belt. Like, like I've always called it the Ric Flair belt because he always held it. Um, But, yeah, I just felt like it's way too much company. Like, company man being presented to try to... Tell, tell people, people WWE, WWE is the best when it's like WWE, WWE get your shit together because right, right now you are in this war that you don't want to admit, you know. And like I don't, I don't even have to talk about ratings; it's, it's just a matter of feeling the products out and knowing what you want to watch more than the other. Um, but now I might have to really, really watch NXT because of Finn Balor and because of what Regal announced on NXT for the women, which. Right, right now, now they're, they're doing historical, historical things, but that heel turn that Balor is doing, when, when he said uh, that he doesn't watch the business, the business, the business watches him, that I was like, oh, shit, that's, 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 that's super, super powerful, powerful, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. I was shocked that um, he turned. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my mouth dropped up. They, they, they said... Um... Uh, people uh, uh, that were in the building last Wednesday uh-huh. uh, for that heel turn, a lot of people said uh, as Johnny Gargano was getting carted out, like you could, you it, it was that type of silence that only like a small audience uh, atmosphere can do. Yeah, because you, they they said you could you could hear a pin drop and. Because it was just that silent, which which makes this heel turn all so much better. Because I think, in theory, what's happening is we're gonna slowly see, um, and it's not gonna happen this upcoming uh, NXT uh, uh, takeover because I think they're gonna wait it out till the end of the year and then do the first one. Uh, in I think it would be January, mi- middle of January. I think that's when the 2020 Royal Rumble happens. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to see uh Roderick Strong lose lose the um uh 
North American North title uh, to Velveteen Dream? Probably not. I think uh, I think what's going to happen is uh, Roderick Strong's definitely going to be uh, facing Keith Lee. Uh, I've 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 seen one of their uh, few matches on PWG. Uh-huh. Um, it it was a very entertaining match. Um, uh, and, and screw 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 Meltzer when I say this, that that <laughs> match was actually five star match. Like <laughs> he gave it like I think it was a four point three. I was like, you got to be kidding me, Meltzer! Come on, it, it, oh, it's that was had everything. I mean, <laughs> like, like, it had everything. I mean, I mean we're we're gonna gonna have he's to a perfectionist use... though. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna have to sprinkle, sprinkle you know, know some freaking young bucks merchandise to make it a five star match. <laughs> Give me some flip flops. Yeah, some flip flops. Which, Which by, by the way, way I, will I will say, say on this podcast, podcast I, will I will buy those flip flops. I need those young bucks money flip flops, and, and I also need like, like you know, I want, I want the, the money, money too, too. But you know, <laughs> you, you would like to have the um the the flip flops. Yeah, yeah I, I would, would too, man. Um, I would love to have that, but. Let's let's wait to AEW for that for yeah. all yeah. that kind of stuff. But um, um, I want to ask you, Russ, if you can recommend me a match that like Keith Lee had that was good because he, he did wrestle in the Indies, indies right? Or, or like yes. is okay because uh, I can't like I can't get behind this guy and I have no idea why. And, and I, if, if you, you can give, give me like a match, match maybe like I can watch it and see if I can like get behind him. Honestly, I would say watch all three of his matches in NXT with Donovan Dijak. Uh huh. Those matches were really good. Um, I think. Uh, hold on here. Might be mistaken. Oh, okay. And uh, Ricochet versus Keith Lee during uh the now defunct May it rest in peace. Uh, Defiant Wrestling at the time, Pro Wrestling, uh, the WCPW, uh, What Culture Pro Wrestling, uh, uh, Pro Wrestling World Cup USA bracket round two oh. uh, that they did two years ago between him and Ricochet. That was actually a really good match. And uh, also, I think think and i might be mistaken this might uh the only like in terms of youtube uh-huh. match um their only matchup between keith lee and brian cage mm-hmm. which uh by the way uh I, I know i know this is on the uh bracket but uh mad love to uh sammy callahan for finally winning the big one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah 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 i told he you about that the big one folks <laughs> oh my god he's a draw now yeah a real draw yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, totally I totally forgot, forgot about, about that. that um i was passing by on my twitter timeline yeah, yeah um so sammy, congratulations come, come on the show we, we would greatly appreciate it I mean, I mean, if I can reach out to him, him that'd be great. Um, I'd probably, probably do that. that. Uh, I just, we'll, we'll see, see what happens. happens. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, still, still on the topic, topic of like NXT or whatnot. This is a promo shout out as well. I'm not getting paid for this at all. But it was announced that November 9th and November 10th, Evolve will be at Queens and Brooklyn, and they're going to be having Advoco. Johnny Gargano and Champa there to do um, autograph signings on November 9th. And, and on November 10th, Adam will be doing a seminar. 
by, by the way, way it's, it's not paid. paid. Like, I'm not getting paid to say this. It's just that I want to throw a paid thing. It's not. I just want to throw it out there because I would love to get those guys on the podcast just to talk about stuff. And I hope that it can go through. We can actually get that done. And I still like the fact that they're utilizing Evolve, you know, Evolve is homegrown. Gabe who does, does the booking, booking over there and everything, you know, you know he's still, still a good guy and everything. everything. Um, I, I used to help out for Evolve and, and being, like, part of the ring crew and just helping, helping out people and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Evolve is coming back. back. Well, probably, probably not coming back. back. They've probably been, been doing shows, and I don't know. But, but that's, that's what's happening. happening. Uh, for, for any fans out there, you know, listening to this, if you want to try to get their attention to have them come on the podcast, all, All you have, have to do is just, just like retweet, retweet comment. That's, that's like the, the, the freest form of uh, paying, paying us back, back in, a in a way. Yep. Um, uh, uh, let me see. see. Uh, so the, the the women in, in NXT are so great. great. Um, they're, they're, they're still so exciting. And because Mayhem have broken out during the last episode, William um, Regal was like, we're going to have war games. This, this is, is the first time ever women are going to be in a war games style gimmick match, match whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm. What, what are, are your thoughts, guys? I love it. I'm ready for. It. Uh, I, I I like it, but I I have some issues with uh, one particular competitor that's in the match, and of course, uh, it is uh. The the bestest. Um, you gotta yeah, tell me who that is. Hold on, who's the bestest? Her name excuse me real quick, but I apologize in advance. Uh, it's okay because uh, Bianca Blair. There oh, you go. oh, she's, she's called. called oh, that's, that's right, right. That's right. That makes sense. The bestest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I feel like th- this was like uh, out of nowhere stealth turn, and I think the only reason why I say that is because. The fact that as soon as uh, Rhea Ripley came on to NXT uh, TV here in the States, uh, I think both Io Shirai and uh, uh, Beyond just kind of see the fact that, you know, they're trying to steal her thunder. Like, like it, it's kind of the... Uh, and, and I like to use this because it, it's a great analogy. It's the Cassius Ono theory, which is... You know, you have this world traveler striker. You have your, you, and he's going to be established. He's going to be established uh, person to push talent. Uh-huh. And then you get these new shiny toys, and everyone's like, "Cash is who?" Mm. You know. Okay. And and I think that's that's their their spot right now is because. Cassius, like, and and I've seen Cassius in in person before. He he's 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 a tremendous athlete. He is. Like, throughout the years, yep. no matter big or skinny or slightly muscular, um, he he will still go at that same gear that he's known for, uh, since his early days of Ring of Honor, um, yep, and C CCW too, um. But I think what's going on, what that's the position that Yoshirai and uh, Bianca Blair is in. So I think the fact that they did that 
is kind of a interesting uh thing that they can do because that could play as a role to um to eventually like tear down the the four horsewomen down once yeah. and for all well in this case the three and that could make it into uh where Shayna Baszler is gonna lose the NXT women's title eventually but the question is whoever gets that pinfall on her which I'm I'm assuming that's gonna be the finish someone's gonna pin or tap out uh Shayna Baszler but the question is who yeah, yeah. Because we also have, have like Candice in here too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Candice LeRae, uh, Rhea Ripley, and the Team Kick. Yeah, the Dakota Kai and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the other chick's name. I'm so sorry. Tiana. Tegan. Yeah. AKA Lady Kane. Yes. I love her choke slams. They're just the best. Wow, you don't like, see that, that often. Women really yeah, like she, she's like five. I think she's like five eight, five nine around my height, and she, she could lift some girls up. Like I, I sat there. I'm like, she's going to heaven. Nope, she's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn, dude. <laughs> okay, she's she going to heaven. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to heaven. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Like I, I personally believe if there was a ever one intergender match between uh Drake Maverick and uh <laughs> Tia Knox, she would send him straight to hell. Oh, oh my god. god. And I will I will I will applaud and give her like a fake Oscar and say that was the best performance. Five stars, like ten stars. And and, and we, we all know, know that, that uh Drake, Drake Maverick oh, god, would like <laughs> We, we all know, know that Drake, Drake would love it. it. <laughs> He'll, He'll love it. it. Yeah, he would. <laughs> unless the unless uh, the twenty four seven title is around around her waist, then that that would be even more. That'd, That'd be funny. funny. Yeah. That, that belt, belt, man. I thought I, thought I was, was gonna, gonna hate that belt, belt but, but that belt, belt is pretty, pretty cool, cool yeah. to just, just have around. But anyway, no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, something something that a lot of people pointed out was there's only. There's five girls for Team Baszler, and then there's uh, for Rhea's team, it's only four girls. So that's opening a lot of questions for who um, might actually be on their team. And it, it, it strikes me as uh, ironic. They just signed to NXT. Uh, uh, I just had her name. Uh, uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Which, oh, that's right. She, she did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who she means is. If they, if, and she's been in Evolve for mm-hmm. a while now. So, yeah. you might assume she might be one of the only few that actually will get to debut and not spend too much time in the WWE uh, performance uh-huh. center. Yeah. I, I think she's going to be the mystery partner uh, for, for Team Ripley because. You know, they're they're gonna set it up. Say like, well, we we looked far and wide for a tag team partner. We 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 were confused. We we didn't know what to do. We needed someone that who knows how to cause chaos in a war. Hmm. That's or her. in this case, have tank. the balls yeah. to do it. And then 
comes out uh Shotzi Blackheart in her tank mm-hmm. and chicken by the way yeah she has a chicken additionally to the tank which if you follow Shotzi Blackheart on Instagram you you'd see it and you'd be like she had all that she's going to NXT wow <laughs> Uh, how, how do you guys, guys feel, feel about uh, Shayna Baszler still being uh, an NXT, NXT Women's Champion? champion. I think, I she think might it... break Oscar's record. But... Uh, it took two reigns to break the record, though. I mean, Oscar had a, had it in, like, one single reign. Yeah. And, but yeah. I think it, it's one of those things that's like... You kind of hate Baszler like on a on a kayfabe level, and you want to see who can dethrone Baszler at this point. It's just, it's a game at this point, and it's a good game because like Baszler, like she's not particularly like a bad wrestler at all. She can draw heat, she can draw attention, like it, it's there. And then at the, at this point of the game right now, it's just like okay, well, you've lined up a, a whole bunch of competitors in front of Baszler, and she's been able to knock them all off and. You know, it upsets you, but now it's just like, what's next? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for who's gonna step up. Whoever that person beats up Basler for the champ, they will be, uh, the vision will be uh, going after the new champ, which we still don't. But it's like, I think they threw. Io Shirai too early into the into the title picture mix. Mm-hmm. It was good for that point, but I felt like you know, like you know, much like uh, Russ stated earlier, it's like okay, well, they're probably going to be there to help grow the and enhance the talent that they have on the roster. Which, okay, cool, I guess. But at the same time, it's just like okay, well, you have a mountain of talent. You know, you should be able to use them. You know, effectively and accordingly. Um. I understand that there's probably a few women on the roster that probably shouldn't get that shot yet, but if they look at the track record for, let's just say, New Japan Pro Wrestling, for example, for any new champion, like, you know, they'll they'll throw people into that mix. Like, it doesn't matter which kind of champion it is. Let's just say, like, um, the heavyweight championship. Like, before they get to the bigger names, they'll throw in a few jobbers in there and give them a shot just to add to, you know, the fact that, like, you know, that this guy can defend, this guy could go, and whatever. And it'll be the same for, like, the junior heavyweight right now. I think, like, Bushi put his mm-hmm. name in the hat to go up against uh, Osprey right now. And Osprey's just like, at first he was like, nah. And then he was like, yeah, you know what? After we're done Super t- uh, Junior Tag League, Okay, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get your shot. But I think, like, because, like, for Bushi and LIJ, like, I don't know if he's really that big of a draw, except maybe in a few areas where LIJ is popular in Japan, but other than that, it's just, like, it's whatever. And I felt like they should have done that for a while first before they started going to the well for uh, the bigger names. Do you, you want to lead us into some New Japan, Japan updates? updates? Uh, as of right now, uh, the current feuds in New Japan as stands. So Kota Ibushi still has his ticket to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You guys might have saw a jab at that at uh, AEW. Yeah. Um, Intercontinental Championship match currently right now is Hiroki Goto versus 
uh, is in line against Jay White, who is the current champion. Uh, the Openweight Championship uh, is Kenta right now to. versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii, which is I, I'm also looking forward to that match too. Like I, I've never seen the Openweight Championship being put, you know, so far up right now the way it has been because of these guys right now. Like no, no one would really look at that championship and really care for it. I, I think they tried when they had like um, Osprey holding it for a little while when mm-hmm. he did. Uh, tai Chi. Well, you're forgetting Jeff uh, Jeff Cobb and, hold it, and then Tai Chi. Then I for, uh, I forgot about Jeff Cobb. The the fact yeah, that he didn't it, hold that, it for that, that was, long. Uh, I think the reason for that was because um, they Jeff Jeff wanted to be more in mainland. Uh, us for about another year because he said at one point he wants to do uh an uh g1 next year which it might be cool it might it will be definitely cool to see him do that yeah um but uh i'm noticing this uh every year around this time it seems like the big um the big matchups are are coming from the never open weight title and it it, it it has like this popularity up until uh wrestle kingdom and then it's like kind of back to kind of like the slumber until like the uh, uh the new japan cup and then obviously g1 which helps helps that title in terms of like uh you know, we need title matches in between these, so it makes sense. It, it kind of does. I mean, there there are certain times where the promotion will definitely put over that championship, which is which is good. Yeah. Um, then there are just times where it's just like you know, every everything takes a backseat. Like especially like you know the Intercontinental Championship, where I felt like you know Naito could have done a, a whole lot of a better job if he actually cared about mm-hmm. holding a championship. Because any championship you hold is just basically just like you know, being yeeted literally like twenty feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I remember the first time he, he whipped the like the the heavyweight championship yeah. before he won the intercontinental championship. He was whipping around that heavyweight championship like it was just like absolutely nothing. I'm like, how heavy is that thing, and how high did he toss it? Everybody, Everybody says, says it's super, super heavy. heavy. I, I would like, like to hold it one day, day. just, just to hold, hold it. it. Um, I felt the intercontinental well, championship. Well, being that both me and Epic have, uh, n- well, mine being like what I like to call the 75% scale for scale replica of, of the IWGP titles, I-, I would say they're fairly heavy. Oh, they're still uh, fairly heavy. Yeah. Especially the Intercontinental, because um, uh, they have the, uh, I think it's th- that belt and the US belt is the only one right now that has the uh it's a five tier like uh belt metal like five plated yeah yeah five plated while i think the i the world title is still three i think that well they redid the intercontinental they made everything single plated but they just yeah. kind of uh they did uh jeez i forgot what that phrase is called but i think it just says like they just kind of like you know imprinted the design yeah. on sort of thing yeah yeah, like I, I like I like the uh, 
the junior and the uh, heavyweight tag team titles because it's a simple but detailed belt, which I, I would like to see uh, a more more simplistic belts coming out like uh, NW, NWA, which uh, I, I know we're going to get to eventually. But well, well NWA, NWA closes, closes the podcast. podcast. Because I know that's your favorite. True, I know. I love I love what they did with the the women's belt because it's so simplified, like to a T. And also with that little throwback of the picture of the champion in the in the middle, where it represents like the crown jewel, the champion, which is cool. I I like that because it it in looking in other. Uh, championship title belts uh, from the past that the NWA has used, that belt has the most common like rarity of them all because it's that belt was a very hard belt to find because they switched to what was the former belt with that small, really small plate and like the two other smaller plates. Uh, I think that was uh, the early 80s edition belt i think i might be mistaken but um yeah the right now uh in terms of belts right now uh though it looks very cheap this is not a knock against uh, new japan it's supposed to look like a rough belt anyway in the first place uh the never open weight title definitely is like the belt everyone's wanting to gun for I'm, I'm going to, to eventually catch, catch up on New Japan. Japan. I, I sort, sort of miss it. it. I mean, you're not missing out too much right now. I feel the current feuds are okay. I feel like, yeah, their, their momentum has slowed down mm-hmm. um, because of the fumble of their uh, current situations. There are some uh, talents out there injured. There are still uh, like, you know, the loss of a uh, certain other talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, whatever internal things are going on in the office right now. Plus, I feel like, you know, Ghetto's booking has definitely, uh, I don't know, decreased in in quantity and quality. Where it's just like, I feel like they're, like, he focuses way too much um, into his investments. So, like, you know, Okada being one of them. Yeah. The point with Okada. Now he's doing the same thing with Jay White right now. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to give this guy like a mega push to the moon which they did and now jay's like jay white i felt like if he had this kind of swagger going into it like right now would have been amazing but like the fact that like you know after they they gave him these accolades and now he's bumped down to mid card and jay if you've been watching his promos his aftermatch promos right now they're a lot more enjoyable than they were before Mm -hmm. and i feel like if he had that going with him I don't know, going into, like, you know, the main event picture, then sure. But I feel like, you know, they, they're probably going to say, well, like, you know, I don't think there's, like, a definite main event picture Yeah. they have going on for them right now. Like, I don't think, I don't know, besides, like, uh, a few of the main event slots where they had the, anywhere from the six-man tag match to eight-man tag match where they have, like, Okada featured in the matches. And I think he just... Recently finished up his feud with Sonata. Okay. And uh, that that's one guy I would love to see champion at one point. Sonata. Even if it's an Intercontinental champion. Because, like, I feel like 
he's definitely long overdue compared to a lot of the other guys on the roster. I don't know why they're not giving him uh, a mid-card strap is beyond me, but I feel like this guy is owed something at some point. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, Eventually, hopefully, hopefully he'll get, get it. it. Um, it's, it's just, just a matter, matter, I mean, I know every guy in uh, Japan wants the, the, the belt. You know, they, they want, want to be recognized and they want to be like, like yeah, yeah, you deserve, deserve it, you know, you're, you're champion, you did, did all the work and everything. Uh, I, I guess it's just, just a matter of uh, time playing out. Even though, though I know that Sonata has been working really, really, really hard. Because even when Kenny, Kenny was, was there and the Young Bucks was there and I was watching New, New Japan, Japan mainly, um, all those guys worked, worked so, so hard to, to tell, tell their story, you know, you know to, to tell, tell their, um, their their feuds, feuds and everything. Mm-hmm. And... Um... I think, um, and I think we're gonna see this a lot now, because um, with them going back to uh, uh, the the uh, multi-year contract, uh, because it used to be, I think a lot of people uh, missed out on this factoid that most of New Japan's uh, uh, roster was on one year deals and um i think that helped the company sustain a lot more uh-huh. but now with the especially with the when uh obviously the ocs uh aj styles uh carl anderson luke gallows and shinsuke mm-hmm. leaving um they they were afraid that oh they got shook uh, up yeah, they shook it up real quick, but I think they were surprised the fact that I think more surprised uh mainly out of the Yum Bucks because uh they thought those guys were going to like tag along with them. Yeah. Uh in terms of like a working arrangement. And uh, I think they're going to have a working arrangement down the down the road, but I think right now Ring of Honor is kind of watching ROH seeing what what their front office is doing because you know with the fact that now uh that access is owns the US rights for the New Japan shows and that being a impact controlled environment and in me knowing specifically because I I I've come to understand this that uh ring of honor and impacts relationship is probably the most volatile like toxic relationship you'll ever see probably Um, is i think new japan is uh i think that's the reason why a lot of new i think if if you uh notice a lot of ring of honor shows now are a little bit more smaller and uh, they're now doing shows more in the Manhattan Center, which uh, I, I know is a l- it's slightly bigger than the Hammerstein, but it's like... Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's slightly, slightly bigger. bigger. I've, I've been, been there um, many, many times when we wanted to to uh, New, New York, York City, City but, but lately uh, they, they haven't been booking Rigobana shows um, at, at the Manhattan, Manhattan Center. Center. Like, um, 
even, even though, though I don't really keep up with, with Ring, Ring of Honor, Honor and people, you know, if anyone's hearing this might think I'm mm-hmm. hypocritical or whatever because I'm like, hey, yeah, I used, I used to go, go and not, you know. But uh, I, don't I don't see them booking much um, at Hammerstein or Manhattan Center. Like, they're both in the same building. They tend to go more around the... Like, like 34th Street area, a little, little bit, bit on the west side and stuff like that, but I rarely see anything on Twitter to be like, Rick is coming back to New York City. New York City used to be their staple, used to be their home. I have no idea what happened other than I could just guess, you know, contract miscommunications or like bad blood or whatever. But, you know, if Rick of Honor ever gets to hear this, I do miss them. I, I, I really do. do. I, I miss them. them. Um, you, know, you know, I, I wish, wish that they, they could be here more. Um, or well, I think what's happening is they're wanting to now because I've I have noticed they run more um, close to like the Baltimore and the Philadelphia area. I think yeah, they're gonna. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna frequent those two areas a lot more in terms of like. Uh, live events uh i think for like big shows i think i think next year they they should do um like uh the annual survival of the fittest like uh tournament i think um honestly they need to like say like hey um we want to do this two night tournament like you know i think i think they need to have as much as I hate to say it, because I think by themselves right now, I think they're actually pretty good. Uh-huh. Especially with the fact that their newest working relationship with IPW in England uh, is really helped, or 1PW, I think. No, it's IPW. Um, is really given them a lot of uh, help in in terms of like... Uh, they they said that uh, I think recently the Honor United tour that went through uh, three cities in yeah. Europe, yeah, yep. uh, was was probably their best uh, uh, tour dates in recent memory because um, when it's not ROH and uh, C- CMLL, it's kind of like oh okay these are younger guys but i think a lot of a lot of fans are are too busy looking at you know kenny omega and the the other shows yeah they they forget those guys came through roh yeah to mm-hmm. some degree so I, I think they should give ring of honor a chance but i do believe new japan's gonna um lessen their relationship i think uh see i think they're also gonna uh ease up on their uh cmml cmll relationship uh with uh with uh new japan as well because it it seems like they don't they do less um as ring of honor grows more more into the united states they're gonna they're gonna want in on it, and I think they're not. I, I think it shouldn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it there's no room to grow if you can't do it on your own. That, that is true. They, they did grow great, and, and then, then once you know, you know people, people kept, kept 
uh, uh, leaving and signing new contracts to uh, greener pastures. pastures. I, think I think that's what it is. is. They, they still have like their, their core, core people there. You know, they, they have like Dawson, Dawson Castle and um, uh, Matt, Matt Taven. Uh, I, don't I don't know what happened with, with the kingdom because you, know, you know that was that was a thing. Um, still kind of a thing, but not really. What yeah. happened? They're, They're still, still there. Still kind of a thing, but not really. Oh, okay. Well, well the, the kingdom, kingdom is there somewhere. Uh, the Briscoes are like born and bred Ring of Honor. Honor. They're, They're not, not going, going anywhere else. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like I tend, tend to watch Dalton Castle's uh, Planet, Planet Peacock, Peacock uh, YouTube series, his vlogs. Mm-hmm. Again, not pay promotion for that. Um, and, and they're very entertaining, so, like, I get my Ring of Honor updates to him. Uh, which, which is, is like super, super cool just to watch, watch another wrestler who does vlogs and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I hope, hope one day Ring of Honor does get back to where it once was, and, and it creates awesome homegrown talent because uh, the, the guys that we're seeing in WWE, the guys we're seeing in uh, New Japan and AEW and TNA and even probably MLW. Um, Every, Every one of those guys, guys started in Ring of Honor, no matter what. what. So, so I, I, would I would like to see some more homegrown people, you know, know branch out, go to the Ring of Honor, make, make it big, and then once again, again I, guess I guess leave. I guess, I guess it's a never-ending cycle, cycle of, of yeah. wrestling, you know? Well, and the fact that um, uh, one of my favorite, new uh, new favorite people to watch, uh, and, and, it, and it's mostly because I'm a stickler to... Uh, his ring style and that's uh josh the goods woods uh him and uh him and silas young recently tagging up i'm like this is awesome you got a technically sound submission artist in josh goodwoods and then you got silas young the most like manliest of men yeah yeah, yeah. he's Just the last like, real tag man teaming to get yeah, tag yeah. teaming together like, Look, sorry. ring of honor i want you to listen to this I don't I don't care what you call the call them, but to me, they are the last serious men of Ring of Honor. Okay? They're the last men of honor. Boom. There's their tag team name. Free plug. Free I guess, I guess right? right? Alright, I, I gotta, gotta record, record that down. down. That's, That's an hour and five minutes in, so that way I know. Um <laughs> to, give <laughs> to give them that. that. <laughs> um does, does anybody, anybody else want to say a few words, words before you move on to AEW? No. All right, right, cool. cool. We 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 covered. covered, I guess we covered all the Ring of Honor and everything. AEW is a lot to to cover because I know we didn't do this on Tuesday, but um, I guess guess we we can. can, Well, last Tuesday, really. Uh, I do just want to start talking about John Moxley. Um, he's such a firecracker. Um, and. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, we're we're going to have like an unsanctioned match at full gear. gear. Him versus Kenny Omega in a lights out match. Uh, whoever wins, it does not matter uh, because AEW is not going to be responsible for what these guys do to each other in the ring. Um, do you think that hurts the story, the competitors in the long run? It's like a question mark on there. Gonna be one of those where it's gonna be like, um, 
it's it's a fresh concept for everybody right now because AEW is just like throwing in the wins and losses columns. Not not everyone is used to this concept where there's like, oh yeah, it should matter, but now like it's actual like a sports statistic. Like you could probably take this on pro line and make a gambling bet off of it based on wins and losses, but it's still like, you know, predetermined outcomes. Um having that uh going in is just like I mean, are they going to use this, like, to further their story a little bit? Like, are they going to have, like, a, a main show that they're going to, I guess, like, you know, finalize all this thing, like a WrestleMania of some sort, as opposed to, which, like, you know, using it for a title reign later down the line? Which I think they're going to do... Um... Like uh, I I I would honestly say because, um, since they already technically had their, uh, WrestleMania with All Out this past month, uh, two months ago, I think now is the the question of what's gonna be your second biggest show besides Double or Nothing? Cause, uh, and all all or um, All, all out. out because. I honestly think they should do they should have their uh second biggest show actually on the uh every year on the date that they formed AEW. Hmm. Well, week of at least. That'll be September make first. It format there. Well, are we, are we talking, talking about, about when all when all out? When no. it was officially all... announced to oh. the public, so like the oh. press conference was in like early, okay. like the third week of January. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in terms of the John Moxley, which by the way, if anyone hasn't watched the promo that he did on AEW TV, go watch it. That was some intensity. That it was, yeah. yeah. I think WWE can't match right now because obviously they have their hands full with uh, the the whole fiend fiasco mm-hmm. and trying to put a bandaid over it. Um, more recently, uh, which we will probably get into more next week, uh, the Jordan Miles uh, controversy. Uh, <laughs> stepping on a lot of people's toes so it's like a lot of uh, the question is now 
where's the fine line and where where can we go with it like it all because right it's society we will, okay, okay. We'll, we'll do, do it, it next week. week we'll see how this goes we'll play it by ear i will say that on this podcast we'll play it by ear because i mean when, when it first all happened i had some stuff to, to say, say but, but i didn't put anything, anything on twitter but i guess we could talk about it and see how we could try to help Rather than, than being like yeah. all negative, because there's always two sides to two, you know, know two, two sides to every story. And I was, I was just wondering, wondering if like Cornette, Cornette put you up to that. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, uh, that, that's just like it, it's it was an interesting like kind of, like shocking kind of a thing. Yes, like, it, it, it was. just kind of came out of left field out of nowhere, like an RKO out of. Uh, it just it, it, it really Teddy. just threw me off. It was, like, was it's, like, okay. it's, it's gonna, gonna be super heavy, heavy and I can definitely tell you that, that um uh, intense. Yeah, yeah, we, we might, might have to do it on a Monday because I work on yeah. uh, next Tuesday. Tuesday. We, we could do that, that so, so we can have you there. But you guys will listen to all that on the next podcast. Uh, maybe we won't sugarcoat things, and if you guys get upset, oh well, well you know, we're, we're not, not here to please everybody. There's a disclaimer at the beginning of the thing, that's it. Warning, you, you might get, get triggered. triggered. But trigger <laughs> warning, trigger, trigger noise. That is a friendly disclaimer. Uh, yeah, yeah warning, it's gonna, gonna get triggery. Alright, enough, enough of that. that. Uh, let's, let's go, go back, back to that John Moxley promo. Um... Which, which was explosive, and I think that's why we segregated it towards, you know, Twitter. Because Twitter, Twitter is always freaking explosive. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it here on the podcast. I've never understood John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose. Even when, you know, he had his run WWE, like, I never understood this guy. Uh, I never got behind him. Um, I just know that he's there. And, and no, no matter, matter what, what, I guess I'll, I'll be the one in the, the background to like support him, him and whatever he does. But I'm not gonna cheer or boo for him. When, when he came out with that promo, I'm still, still thinking about it now after watching it uh, last night. I do not want his feud with Kenny to like end after Full Gear and like every single intricate storyline that he has with Kenny and he has with Pac. I don't, I don't know, know if he, he has a hangman yet, yet but, but like, I just, I just don't, don't want to see him and Kenny's feud just end at full gear. gear. You know, know like, like whatever, whatever happens, happens, but I still, I still want some, uh, some, some good, good fun sprinkled out, out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, uh, agree with that. Um, I think this is going to be, uh, um, this match like uh, it, it definitely brings me back to uh a, a dust a dusty roads rick flair like the intensity that flair or dusty had when he came back from injuries that you put hard times yeah, yeah. on the american dream you put hard times on the american dream and, and you, you're gonna hear it but you're gonna hear it in, in, in a new way uh, in in this in this case, the fact that Tony Khan uh, is saying like, "Look, this has gone far enough mm -hmm. in terms of our legal obligation. You need to, uh, you could do this match if you want to, or you could just say, hey, 
scrap the match and we could do I could go wrestle someone else. But yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing Dean knowing or not Dean uh John and especially since now he's going into that second gear that I think we didn't see a lot in his WWE times. Uh, this is the second gear that he had when he was a part of the Switchblade conspiracy with uh, Sammy Callahan. Oh. This is this is this is that intensity, that hardcore deathmatch, or as uh, Jim Cornette would call it, the uh, mud show wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think we're going to see for the first time, I think, the true test of toughness that Kenny has. Yeah. Because I think up till this point, and I, I might be mistaken, but I think he he fought, um, uh, I can't think of his name on top of my head, but uh, it, 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 oh, I had to. Are you, are you talking, talking about recently? I, I, mean, about. I, mean, I mean, the, the only, only person he fought was like Joey Janela. For, for like, like hardcore stuff. stuff. Yeah, Joey Janela. Oh, okay. well, I'm talking like uh back in the like uh his early days. Uh how, how far, far back, back are we going? going? We're talking like the original like first ten years of Ring of Honor. We're talking uh, about, I mean um We're talking like Age of the Fall. Oh like, like when yeah. Jimmy Jacobs and um uh Tyler Black, Black was in there too. too. Yeah. Um uh, I can't think of the uh, Necro Butcher. There oh, you go. God, Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher. I think only one time, and that was in his career. I think that was right before he did that whole big excursion into uh, DDT wrestling. And uh, well, I think yeah, DDT wrestling only. But uh, uh -huh. yeah, I, I think this is like gonna be his first real like touch and go moment with with that type of wrestling yeah, yeah. uh plus, plus now, now that you know uh since you want to bring up that kenny, kenny omega versus necro butcher match that, that was like when kenny, kenny was like still you know early early in the business now, now he's, he's like way super matured and i think he'll be able to handle it i just hope that you know, you know both guys wrestle or beat each, each other up safely however this is gonna, gonna happen uh because i still want both of them around to make more stories and yeah. stuff like that so i'd rather have like a nice safe match but still good um uh, i i think we're gonna see it in the scale of what uh randy orton versus uh mick foley in terms of oh, like, wow. that intensity like yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus minus the 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 blood flow because yeah, yeah. McFoley had paper has paper skin for forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, during that time, so I'm like, look, I, I love Kenny, but I don't want him looking like a a bloody pork chop. Okay? I, 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 I really, really don't, don't either, either. But you know, uh, Kenny, Kenny will be okay. okay. Which, Which by, by the way, Kenny, Kenny came, came out in a Sans costume, uh, representing Undertale, which, which was nice. nice. <laughs> I enjoyed that so much. It was it was, it was super, super super nice. nice. I was like, oh, this, this is so cool. cool. I kind of marked, marked out. <laughs> uh, one day I'll get around to playing Undertale. Undertale. I just I don't, don't know how long, long that game is. Does anyone know how long the game is? It's pretty long. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty long. long. Damn it. Yeah. Epic, Epic, have you tried, tried it before? Never have I ever. <laughs> like twelve hundred long. I would say about depending on. There's two schools of thought. There's the passive, and then there's the murderous route, 
The murderous route is a little bit shorter, but the passive route, which is a lot more satisfying, is like about nine ten. Nine ten hours, hours or days? days? Uh, hours. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not, not, that's not, that's not that, that bad. bad. I, guess. I guess. That's like three days. That's like two or yeah. three days. Well, well mm-hmm. on your time. I mean, I mean like, like one day, day one, one day, day I'll play, play um, Undertale. Undertale. Um, all right, so, so I, uh, I noticed, noticed that Jericho, Jericho has a time machine because when, when he, he was wearing that smooth-looking pumpkin blazer and his, and his hair, hair all done, done. <laughs> he, was he was, like, in his 30s. I was like, uh, what uh, is up with this Jericho? Jericho? Like, so happy. Oh, my God. Jericho's <laughs> the best. I think, I think, and if anyone wants to obviously school me in this, be, be uh, by all means, uh, uh, hit me up on Twitter about that. But um, I, I, I like the evolution of from scarves to the vest, uh, vests that he started wearing towards the end of his last WWE run, mm-hmm. and then to the jacket. The leather jacket and uh, scarves. Now it's leather jacket and uh, custom-made suits with designs on it. I'm like, he is the thriftiest man on earth. He, he is. He's going to make everything look good. He, he is. is. And, and then he, has, he, has, he, he does, does it like, like he, he takes years off his actual age, which, which is uh, kind of cool. cool. Um, he's a fine wine. He, he is. is. He, he definitely is. is. That's, That's why, you know, he's he... a fine bubbly. <laughs> There, there we, we go. go. Bump me to it. it. <laughs> um, and do you, do you guys feel like uh, it's it, it's getting ridiculous whenever uh, you, you know something happens and it's like a fifteen minute fame thing and they all make make t-shirts for people to buy because the newest the newest limited edition t-shirt is the um, I've got a ticket t-shirt. Uh, do you guys think that you know in the end that kind of hurts the so-called t-shirt company? Not really. Yeah, I think it'll just sell regardless. It'd sell regardless because, like, you know, I mean, I think when when you look at it this way, this is a promote. They're they're making shirts for promotion. Like the average amount of shirts that Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling has is about like thirty five like thirty five to forty five designs and that's not including their impact logo ones so I think now we're 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 seeing we're we're seeing them fill fill out only two two designs of uh only two there's only two shirt designs for aew and the rest is like oh this is all wrestler shirts. Yeah. This is good. Like, like you, you know, know, we, we have, have the Young Bucks designs and uh, the, uh, we, we have, have the newest uh, Young Bucks, well, well elite shirt, shirt called uh, BTE Story. Story. I don't, I don't know, know if you guys, guys saw the latest Halloween episode of Being the Elite. I did. I didn't know. Oh my god, that was so great from start to finish. That's, That's like, like one of the best, best things that I ever saw. Um, so, so like, like, you know, little things like that, when that came out, they came out with the shirt. Um, but, but anyway, anyway uh, did, did you guys, guys get the chance to watch when they cut to, uh, this is still in AEW, when, uh, Tony Schiavone and, uh, Cody are in the limo, 
and Tony is reminiscing, you know, a couple, couple stories about his dad and all that. that. Did, Did you guys feel that was a little too long to be, be like, taking take the spot way, way too, too long, dude? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was on the, it was on the dark. No, no, it, it wasn't. wasn't. No, it was on the main show. It was on the main show. Oh, really? It cut into it cut into the uh, the, the tag, tag match where, where it was uh, John Silver and his partner versus uh, Rick and Morty. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you, you had, had best, best friends come out as Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah. So, so you yeah. know, which was which was, was entertaining. It was nice. You know, we we need to protect Orange Cassidy. He is a he is a. He he is a national treasure. Yeah, yeah he, he is. Especially as as Morty, okay? <laughs> or not? Actually, Actually, he didn't, didn't dress up, up as Morty. Morty. Uh, you yeah, had, um... he dressed up as Rick. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm just saying he he he's. I think he must he... protect the good mahogany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think the hands down the highlight of the show was um, besides last week's great quote of the year. By Jim Ross saying, "Good, good God Almighty, they're gonna tear up the Dippin' Dots." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Oh, the quote gosh. of the year. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I showed my mom that. She's like, "Well, now I'm hungry for Dippin' Dots." I'm like, oh See, my God. This is this is the influential uh, advertising at its finest. <laughs> and, and um, um and, and Dippin' Dots contacted, contacted Cody, Cody to, to be like, like "Hey, don't, don't you know, don't, don't mess, mess up any more spots. You know, we'll give you your own um." Different dots, dots flavor, which is Rocky, Rocky, uh, Rocky Roads. Roads. I was like, oh, that's, that's so, so funny, guys. So, so funny. Um, I, I do want to mention that um, the, the match that Hangman had against uh, Sammy Guevara, in which Hangman went over, I was like, that was an awesome match from start to finish. Uh, both of those guys are great athletes inside the ring, and, um, you know, Hangman saying that he's now going to be doing cowboy shit. Because he, he challenged Pac, um, which, which is kind of cool, you know. I like, I like Pac being on AEW, being his mysterious self. Being, being the bastard. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that character. And uh, can I say, the fact that they're booking him so strong with, with that uh, with, with that submission hold, the yeah. uh, Rings of Saturn uh, submission hold... It, I, I never seen anyone literally pass out from a Rings of Saturn move like that, the way uh, Pac did to Kenny. Yeah. It, it shocked a lot of people. I was like, whoa. Well, that is. He modified rough. it. That, that's, that's the only way you could pass out from that, that if you modify it. Because, you, you know, the original Rings of Saturn, you're on the, you're on the canvas. canvas. So, so it's, it's not, not like, yeah. you know, you, you have, have enough room there to actually. Uh, uh, basically, basically take the, the oxygen, oxygen away from your opponent. opponent. So, so the, the way, way that Pac does it is totally different than anything else. else. And if, if you did not mention that, that was Rings of Saturn, I probably would have never remembered that, you know, know that, that, the, the name of it. He a has Perry a new Saturn name for it, which... What yeah, happened? Perry Saturn, we love you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He's an originator. We miss you. Say hi to Moppy for us. Uh, yes. Ah, Moppy. Oh, oh my god. Moppy, Moppy, Moppy. <laughs> you at home, you're you're gonna you're gonna after you're gonna listen to this episode, you're gonna go, 
Mafi, Mafi, and we're all gonna be there with you. If, if someone, someone comments that they uh, said it in their dream, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be on you, Russ. <laughs> okay, I take full responsibility for that. <laughs> no, um, the maneuver is called the brutalizer. That's what it's called. For, for Pac. Uh, for yeah. Pac's ring oh, okay, of Saturn, okay. it's called the brutalizer. Okay, okay. Which, which makes perfect, perfect sense because he's, he's the bastard. bastard. Yes. <laughs> Such a bastard. He is. If, 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 he, if, if he, he ever hears, hears this, this. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna yell at me. <laughs> he's, he's gonna, gonna yell at all of us. us. He's, he's like call his wankers, wankers and shit. shit. You know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Um, uh, but uh, I I, I want to also uh, briefly address. Um, I I, th I think they found the perfect foothold for Jake Hager, uh, to enter in AEW. Uh, in terms of like having his first match for them, um, by taking out Dusty Rhodes, uh, during a promo, yeah, segment, mm -hmm. uh, I think we're gonna definitely gonna see, and I think it's a it's a real safe bet, only because of two reasons. Because a, um, Dustin really hadn't had a high profile. Besides his brother, him and his brother, yeah, and Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. But besides that, he needed a, a high-profile match. I think this is the this is a great uh, transition to have not only uh, the debut of Jake Hager um, come into a AEW as an uh, as a competitor, but also uh, to to uh, uh to improve uh dusty's or not dusty dustin's uh uh, uh credibility as someone to pass uh pass the torch so to speak to to the younger generation because i mean he's going to be there forever but um i don't see him like wrestling for the rest of his life i mean yeah, I think yeah he's yeah. gonna i think he's got a couple more years definitely and then he'll he'll retire quietly yeah, yeah i can see, see that. that um he, he should you know either, either retire, retire quietly, quietly or if we if, if he, he really 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 really, really, really wants, wants to like stop, stop wrestling you know, you know do, do a, a nice celebration, celebration and then just keep him in the back as, as an agent you know helping out the younger guys scouting people and stuff like that um you know, because you know, at, at the end of the, at the end of the day, every, every single wrestler, wrestler is like you know being a part of a family. family. So you know, yep. that's, that's what, what it is. is. Um, so, so epic, epic. Uh, is Sammy Guevara still not over with you as a heel? Uh, it's gonna take some time. It's, it's still an awkward transition for me. I should, I should probably, probably send you like, like his vlogs. So, so that, that way we can understand more, because um, it, it kind of ties, ties in with everything, everything that he does. Yeah, I I might look into those later. I know he posts on YouTube. I know they kind of float around from time to time in my recommendations, but yeah, I, I just don't care for him so much. I guess I should watch him though. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, if you, only, if you give a few episodes, episodes to try, um, it's, it's not like I would highly suggest watching immediately. Uh, that's uh, super, super fun, fun to always watch, watch. and there's something different about it. With Sammy's vlogs, um, it's 
It's, it's like, like a wrestling, wrestling style, style, you know, to get, get behind, behind the scenes, scenes and stuff like that. Now, now he's, he's doing, doing little bits with, with uh, Brandon, Brandon Cutler about uh, Brand uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Cutler's coming in now and uh, reminding Sammy that he, he took those uh, Cody Rhodes knees to the gut. And, you know, you know Sammy's, Sammy's like, yeah, dude, I, I remember that. Why you keep bringing it up and... Um, Cutler just, just walks, walks away, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you hear Sammy say, this is not canon, which, which I was like, what the hell? What, what, what is he trying to start? <laughs> like, it's, it's not, not canon. canon. What do you mean it's not canon? canon? And I, I think that we should start doing that in real life when um, you don't, don't want to admit something. Just, just be like, that's not canon. It didn't happen. Once we start gaming after this podcast, we could we could probably go into something like that. Or to try it. Yeah. But the big the big story the big story for me, um, because I'm a big uh, I'm a big uh, tag team guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Finals yeah. of the AEW tag team title belts, uh, tag team title tournament to determine the first ever uh, AEW World Tag Team Champions. Fink, get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait, you have, have a cat or dog? dog? No, no, I'm doing, I'm doing that talking shop bit where oh, they, uh, shit, man. it's like, Fink, Fink, get out of here, shut uh, up, Carl, fuck. you're cool. I, re I, was I was really like, like oh my god, god you, you have a pet, pet. you need a Fink, after like, Fink, like, oh, oh my god, god dude. dude. Uh, I totally got hyped up for that shit. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I was, I was genuinely excited about, uh, shit, man. uh, <laughs> The match between uh, SCU yeah. and uh, the the Lucha Brothers, uh, those guys have wrestled each other. Actually, I, I've been looking all over the internet. They only wrestled each other in terms of the uh, uh, Christopher Daniels Kazarian and. Uh, combination only four times and this match was actually the first time uh that scorpio sky and kazarian in seu faced off against uh pentagon jr and uh his brother phoenix yeah it was a lucha fest if i could say yeah, yeah definitely, definitely was everything so, felt, felt so, so smooth and everything i was invested in it yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that SCU later. I think uh, out of all the the times they used the SCU later, I think that maneuver uh, in this match in particular was the best one they've done to date mm -hmm. because it was so smooth. And when they showed the slow mos, like on on Twitter and everything, because people now know how to do gifs. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I only know how to. I I only know how to just put a pog champ right in front of someone's face and just be like pog champ. Oh, oh my god. god. Um, now I just how I loved how watching it every time and just seeing, um, one of the lucha brothers getting hit with it and just like just the slow motion, like you see their skin and everything just kind of like fold up with the impact. I'm like, wow. This is bonanza, and and uh, and the fact that um, a lot of people said it, it, it's not the question of if it's the question of when, 
in terms of like the core people in the elite which mm -hmm. many people would say uh seu is a part of the elite it's not it, it as is you not. Said, it's not canon it's not <laughs> canon all right nope not canon nope. at all nada oh, oh my god. god okay, okay so, so, we're, so, we're, so we're, we're gonna run, run with this not, not canon thing, thing. Thanks, thanks sammy, sammy. <laughs> yeah but uh I, I like that they chose them out of all the tag teams. Like, I, 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 uh, when when I saw the brackets, I knew like as soon as I saw all the best friends were on there, mm -hmm. I was like, if the best friends go to the finals, that's gonna put Jim Cornette in a heart attack. Oh my god! Yeah. Seven, like, and I love Jim Cornette. I love Jim Cornette. He's he's he he's a historian like I am in terms of like wanting to know more information about history but sometimes in in some cases he talks with his mouth yeah uh, his foot in his mouth like and that's not a bad thing sometimes it, it just sometimes you know you have the opinion we all respect it it's like it's not our vibe yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much people, people take, take it to heart, heart seriously, seriously and i'm just like guys, guys calm down. down you know, you know it's, it's, it's printed saying something he has valuable advice but at the same time you know it's like it's advice mm -hmm. and it's an opinion don't take it to heart. Yeah, he's just like a guy that yells at kids to get off his lawn yeah he probably does dude <laughs> Old man yells at cloud now. <laughs> he, probably he probably does. But now, now that um, the lucha, the lucha brothers are essentially on the back of the line, I have to wonder who's going to be the first tag team to face them. And honestly, because I actually like the idea of it, um, this being a rematch. Uh, I would like to see the uh, tag team of uh, uh, Jack Evans and uh, Angelico, Angelico um, go at it one more time because they, they went at it at all uh, double or nothing. And that was a really good match. Yeah, like, I, I would I would definitely like to see that. But if but that's unless. Unless Christopher Daniels gets cleared for ring action again, mm -hmm. then I would actually like to see um, the the tandem of and and this might actually shock people because this it's an interesting perspective. Uh, MJF and Cody, the Betterhood, uh, as their nickname is on AEW wow. uh, t shirt. Yeah, wow. I actually wow. I think that would be a really good match. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and um, I think that eventually that tag team is gonna form, and I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for the day that MJF does turn on Cody. Um, MJF is getting better in his like rebuttals and his uh, roasting and stuff like that, but I I think he's slowly turning into a baby face. He's losing. He still has arrogance, but I think he was supposed to be a heel arrogance, right? Yeah, I think it, it it's like by default. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I think what they're trying to do is trying to do what um uh you know how like when you go to uh 
Disneyland and you go ride the uh uh the haunted mansion ride and you see the ghost spinning around in the in the kitchen there there's this thing called pepper's ghost where it's like there's a light that shines on this uh on this mirror uh that goes through these uh mannequins and then it projects what it's supposed to be so if if this is going to be the analogy of what uh wrestling's version of pepper's ghost is we might see it a lot we might see it a lot closer than we expect but it won't be for a while i i think i think maybe towards double or nothing we might see the the turn uh, if if i could pull out the crystal ball here for a minute and just say that <laughs> I think I think that would be I think that would make sense. It's gonna be because a slow, slow, slow turn. Yeah, yeah, very slow. Uh, let's, let's see. see. Um, what, what else about, about AEW? Um, their dark, dark matches are really good, good even, even if they, they don't get TV exposure. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's what. what Wrestling, wrestling Twitter, Twitter needs to stop and, you know, stop, stop complaining, complaining about, about that. that. Like, certain matches are not on national television. But either or, if you're getting people on YouTube to watch AEW Dark, they're going to come back again and they're going to watch the, uh, you know, on their cable provider. Um, I just think that, you know, wrestling Twitter needs to calm down on a bunch of stuff with um, AEW because it's still new. and Right, right now, they're, they're making, making, I would say, like, 80% the right, right decisions because everything else is, like, a learning curve. But, you know, know nothing bad so far, you know? know? I always come on this podcast and I always, I'm always, always like, WWE did this and I don't want to talk about WWE because, you know, WWE did this and that. Now, now this one, this, this episode is, let's talk about WWE, let's open with that. And, you know, let's talk about AEW halfway through the podcast. You know, it changes. Um, and, and I, I think, think people, people just want shit overnight, overnight rather than, than waiting for it to blossom. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, I think a lot of the people are a little bit over um, trying to compare it to WWE uh, immediately because of the scale of the show. And I, I wouldn't like, I think in, in a more comparison, I would. I think WWE did the smart move of making NXT face off against AEW because um it, it's even though AEW or uh NXT had like at least I would say 9 or 10 years uh head start for for this uh for uh prime time on Wednesdays um you know you have a whole lot of people that were around uh during the WCW era and uh know how primetime how to work with primetime slots and and sometimes and I tell people this the fact that we're getting bonus matches to watch for free on on YouTube says a lot like they yeah. want you to see to watch uh Tuesday night or Wednesday night dynamite every week mm-hmm. like that that shouldn't be an issue but it, if if everyone's gonna want about it, then then you need to obviously look at yourself and go, hey, look, I need to get off Twitter for a bit. 
Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I do, do want to say, say that AEW does great with, um, you know, know taking, taking all the stupid criticism that wrestling Twitter, Twitter would give them. them. Um, but they, they, they only listen to a good handful that, that understands what AEW is doing um, and understand their product. Or everyone just winds in puts and, and pushes um, an agenda that AEW is not really pushing and whatnot. So I give them all the respect in the world to listen, but filter out like all the stupid shit that people say. And it's it's, it's a lot. It's it's, it's, it's definitely a lot that you know they say. And most of my Twitter timeline is like negative shit, and I'm just like, oh my god, you guys need to stop. Guys, really need to stop. AEW is one of a kind, and you know for a fact that AEW is not gonna leave no one behind. Um, like somebody, I forgot his name, but um, I tweeted, I like responded to him, but he was he had an interview with uh B Priestley, and she explained that she has a full time contract with Stardom, and has a part time contract with AEW. What other wrestling promotion in the world? Um, will, will allow their superstar to do that. If she had signed with WWE, WWE would have been like, nope, you have to end this state with stardom and you have to start with us. You can't work for any other promotion. AEW is giving the women and the men and whoever else they sign the freedom to still be a wrestler somewhere else. And, and still, still collect, collect a check somewhere else, else even though they're getting a check, check from AEW. You know? You know? Like, like, it's... We, we live in, in, a, in a day and age where that, that doesn't really happen. happen. And, and people, people want to complain, complain about, about that. that. Yeah. Um, I, I think people need to stop looking at it at, at, at AEW as a... At, and compare it to... Um, to the bigger shows they need to they need to look at it from uh from the nxt perspective because now that they're coming out of the shadow of and and a lot of people have said with especially with the announcement that uh for the first time nxt is going to be a part of the uh survivor series card oh which which is a big deal that That is it, it it you can now officially say, okay, the training wheels are off. Um, AEW just finally had their training wheels off with this whole like three, four, three, three or four pay per view like stanza mm-hmm. that they had this year, and now they're doing this and in the first two weeks of of uh, TV. Now the gloves are off. Now it's it's gonna be uh. A, a game of one-upsmanship which uh for the last four weeks uh before this uh before the ratings come out for tomorrow uh tomorrow for yesterday's show yeah, yeah. um it, 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 it'll be really uh interesting to watch like where the dynamic is because i if i know Co- if if i if i could if I could be in the mind of Cody mm-hmm. for a minute, because he's the one that who's uh, working with uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny and um, Mr. Khan to uh, the most, he's definitely analyzing uh, bo- 
both shows with uh, uh, a in, uh, an intense uh, way. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Gio and Epic, you guys want to add some final words for, for AEW? Hmm? Do you guys, guys want to add anything onto AEW before we go to NWA Power? No. <laughs> I can't think of anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? No. <laughs> is, this uh. a, is this silence canon? No, it's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you want to add anything uh, epic? Anything, anything that we missed or whatever? whatever? Uh, I don't know. It might be. I don't know how long it'll go if I talk about it. That's a problem. <laughs> but I mean, um, my personal opinion on the project right now is just like you know, it, it had a really great start, had a had good promise. I do feel like they're starting to lose the momentum. They're starting to slow down a little bit. In my personal opinion. Um, I, I feel like, um. There's too much focus into the main event scene, which is okay. And at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, what are we doing about, you know, we just recently crowned tag team champions. We're focusing on the main event. Then the women's division is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think like the only time they've done women's matches so far is just like, you know, they're slapping a whole bunch of women just to having fatal four ways or whatnot. I don't think they've had many one-on-one occasions. Uh, they had one-on-one uh, this past week, which was uh, uh, Hikaru, Shida, and um, and I forgot the French girl's name. Her name was Shana. Shana. They had the singles match, yeah. But um, most of the women are, uh, aside from Nyla Rose versus Rio, which was on the main show, and Rio versus Britt Baker, the other girls have wrestled on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've watched the most of those, and like, uh, I know they're trying to put a lot of emphasis right now on pushing Emmy Sakura right now, mm-hmm. which again I, I feel is okay. And I think I, I've touched up on this on one of the previous podcasts. Was just like, it, it's cool you want to push your Japanese talent in a way, but yet push your 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 local talent at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like right now, all their international talent are getting a push, so Emmy Sakura is getting that push. Riho's their champion. B Priestley, who's still with Stardom right now and still their Stardom World Champion, um, is is getting that highlight thing with uh, Britt Baker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They, they also, also have um, Jamie Hader came, came in uh, last week. Uh, she, she had her singles match, and then uh, in, in the back, back she was going to get uh, interviewed. Um. Brandy, Brandy came, came out, out of nowhere to attack, attack her. her. And, and then, then if you guys saw the promo of uh, Brandy, uh, she's somebody awesome Kong. So there's more, more weight in the works for what's going to be happening with the women's mm-hmm. division. And right now, looking at the the roster right now, besides um, the, uh, obviously the one, two, three, uh, four, Five. Okay, there you go. Yeah, five, five Japanese talent that Ooh. work for Stardom and Ice. Ri- actually, Ice Ribbon. I, I forgot about that. They they work for Ice Ribbon, and the fact that Bea Priestley is still 
working for stardom though there is a lot of rumors that uh their new year show um bia Priestley is supposedly going to be dropping it dropping the title Mm -hmm. as it was a tradition with uh the uh aj styles match yeah uh the uh i think it was it wasn't it wasn't a new year's but it was a i think it was a house show but um it's around that time so it makes sense mm-hmm. um and i i actually i think um especially with uh uh with leva bates i think being the honestly the one that has the most screen time i'm surprised they haven't like put her in a serious spot like mm-hmm. i mean I I understand like she wants to be like the fun loving person, uh, librarian gimmick, but you know, yeah, it it only goes so far. Yeah, yeah it is. It's only gonna, gonna go, go so far. far. Maybe she'll break out of it and go back to the roots. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Um, I'm, I'm still, still gonna, gonna mark out, out um at, uh, for, for her as blue pants. pants. Um, she'll always be blue plants to me yeah um all right right, alpha Alpha russ take us into into nwa power Power. hello i'm here i know you're you're here here. russ where are you Sorry, I was chucking more. Oh, he was scared for a minute. I was I was like, a, I, 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 trick I, or treat. Uh, <laughs> all right. Take okay. us into so, NWA, NWA power, please. All right. So this week's NWA power. Uh, I, there's only two key things that I'm finding very interesting out of the whole show right now, and that's uh the fact that. Um, this week they concentrated a little bit more on not only the uh, NWA World Review title, the 10 pounds of gold, and the National Heavyweight title, or uh, or as I'm referring to it as the uh, the red strap, um, mm-hmm. and of course the women's uh, the women's division, of course, uh, which uh, I want to talk about first because. Uh, one of my favorite uh women's wrestlers, uh, in, in recent memory, uh, not because she chopped a fan trying to do an interview with it, uh, with her, uh, wearing a Sammy Guevara shirt. Sorry, <laughs> Sammy, it's it's all canon. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Thunder Rosa, Thunder yeah. Rosa made a debut after uh a uh. A match that Mar- Marie Bell and I can't can't remember Ashley the Mox. Uh, Ashley Mox. It was it was a good matchup. Uh, Marty Bell uh, lost uh, to a roll up. The roll up. Yeah. Again. Um. But it it was interesting how they introduced uh, Thunder Rosa. She literally charged past uh, the winner of the match. You would think she would attack the winner of the match and then go to Marie Bell, but they just she just charged right past her and then got into the ring and then offered her hand and as she's offering her hands the drums in her uh her uh promo 
just started going boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom, I boom, thought that was boom, pretty boom. interesting. I was like, what? I, I was like, that, that's weird. <laughs> but I, I, I think that that's definitely going to throw a spanner into uh, Marie Bell. Uh, I like Marie. I love Marie Bell. She's a very great uh, women's talent. Uh, and definitely a good, uh, actually not, let me rephrase that, a great get for the NWA because uh, uh, she has she has a lot of talent um, in the athletic department. Um, it goes beyond the looks, really. A lot of people uh, thought that the fact that the WWE, when they did the May Young Classic, kind of dropped the ball with her. And, and I agree. And I agree with her. Or with everything about that, because Mar- I honestly thought Marie Bell should have been in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, w- uh, the the Dominican goddess that she is, uh, she is she's she's a very good wrestler. I, I, for those who haven't seen her wrestle, I recommend go watch Marie Bell uh, uh, wrestle uh, on YouTube or wherever her matches are available. Um, but also introducing Thunder Rosa into this, uh, into already a nice, uh, nice roster so far of women. Yeah. Um, it really does put a spanner on who's going to be the women's champion for NWA, especially with Sienna, who, who has been extremely established, uh, with the NWA and the uh and tna of course uh when she was impact champion for the women's division for about almost i think a year and a half um but uh i'm 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 excited because this is this is a different uh different sienna uh i think we're used to seeing because she's been known as the just like the the, the killer just to like um to to uh reach for the belt yeah uh but now she's the women's champion um allison k i should say that's her name i keep calling her by her tna name uh but it it it, it it's definitely interesting to see what's gonna come out of this um uh I, you know, I've always enjoyed NWA Power. There's something uh, cool about it with its old school, new school kind of mix with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I did find it interesting that Nick Aldis uh, wanted to give Ricky Starks a uh, a shot. Right? Am I I saying Um, this right? Ricky Starks? Yes. Yeah, right? Because he was like, yeah, he was like, I want to give that dude a a shot one day and whatnot. Um... The opening segment of, um, you know, uh, Nick Aldis coming out, Cole Cabana coming out, and uh, uh, Eli Drake was it? Yeah, Eli Drake just popped Eli, out of Eli nowhere, Drake. man. Yeah, um, the, the, and Eli Drake's a mystery, mystery right now. He is. I, I'm fine. I'm, I think that's, I think they're gonna use Eli Drake as kind of like the, the if it's not the question of if, uh, it's gonna happen because I, I think. I think the next champion is going to be Eli Drake. Um, so you think I, I, it's the question of when? Oh, okay. Because I was going to be like, so you think Colt is not going to get the ten pounds of gold? No. Um, oh, so 
there was a lot of confusion. <laughs> there was a lot of confusion in the match. So what what was uh what was the match was it's a six man tag team which yeah. was uh, um, the NWA national champions James uh, Storm James with... Storm and the wild cards. Yeah. Uh they were gonna go against Ken Anderson, Colt Cabana, and Nick Aldis. And if Team Aldis wins, Colt Cabana gets a NWA national heavyweight championship match. And if James Storm uh wins, he not only does he get uh he has to uh drop the NWA national heavyweight title, but uh, in order to receive the NWA World Heavyweight title, uh, which it brought a lot of confusion to people, uh, and I think a little bit yeah. uh, to to a degree to Jim Cornette because he was trying so hard to like say it straight, but he kept botching it a little bit the first two minutes of the match, and then like as they were going through it, I was like, okay, I think he finally gets what, what's on the line here. Um. Yeah, that, but, that was confusing uh, me too. Yeah, uh, I I I love that six man. That was a, that was a great six man. Um, yeah, it really was. Really fit into TV time with plenty to spare. It was like I think this week's episode was fifty four, something like that. Uh, fifty four minutes, I think it was for this week's episode. Uh. But I I love the show. It, it's uh fifty two minutes. Okay, so they had like six or eight minutes to spare. Yeah, which um, is not which is not bad. Um, which uh, I mean being episode one being fifty eight minutes. Yeah. Uh, episode three was uh forty eight twenty six, and then uh I think they said episode two was. Oh, fifty six minutes. Okay, so it, it it's interesting uh they how do. they're how they're doing these matches because they're very fast paced but they they're are. also like fast paced in a safe way definitely uh Gio, what did you say oh like i think the timing of like the show start to very yeah yeah uh, um Overall, I do enjoy that it's in a studio setting with a small audience, um, even though it can get a little weird at times because I'm like, you know, I want to see a bigger audience. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. But again, I love the old school mix with new school, and it's a breath of fresh air for how they're taking this uh, in the direction that it is. Um, any final words? Uh, happy Halloween. I hope everyone had, had a safe one. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the NWA <laughs> right now. 10 pounds <laughs> of gold. It's getting hotter. Yeah. Um, Epic, you want to say any final words? Uh, check your candy. You know, check out for needles, razor blades, uh, you know, unnecessary pills, mixtapes. Hey, and, hey, uh, hey, my mixtape is fire, okay? <laughs> Are I you sure? Talk about that. Are you sure it's canon? Hold on, let me, let me ask Sammy. Sammy! <laughs> Sammy! Is it canon? 
He's not saying anything. He, he's he's, t he's telling me f off. No, it's not. Well, he's only telling you f off. You're not part of the inner circle, man. <laughs> but I got Jericho the bubbly. I got him the bubbly. Yeah, I mean, I had I had uh, some bubbly yesterday, so you know, I was part of that. <laughs> oh. All right, this has been a great episode. I know we went a little bit longer uh, than usual, but um, it just felt right. Uh, this episode is canon, and this is episode four of the Square Circle podcast, hosted by Marie Shadows, and once again joined by Alpha Russ, Epic, and Geo. We wish everybody a happy Halloween. You guys might hear this in a couple of days, but either way, you know, stay safe and continue to stay safe. Um, if you like this podcast, make sure to listen to it. Uh, listen to this on Anchor, on uh, Spotify, YouTube. We are now on uh, Google, uh, Apple, uh, and some other ones, which I should probably put down in the description below. But uh, yeah. make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel to uh, know when we go live. Um, and maybe later down the line, we can have more engagement and stuff like that. We'll make it more fun. Um, in the meantime, we are just four awesome people um, talking about wrestling. And we also game too. So yes. uh our next podcast will probably take place on Monday. We will try to cover the Jordan Miles thing and any other type of wrestling. But until <laughs> then, um oh thank you guys for tuning in and listening and we'll see you on Monday. See you Monday. Bye. Later guys. Have a beautiful time. <laughs>